Hello, Kevin. Awesome. You guys are nerds. Damn right. Oh, Kevin, you're so witty. I would stab someone in the face. Oh, that's gross. I'm cutting this, by the way. Bad Philosophy, episode 109, recorded on December 1st, 2011. A heifer wheezing. Hello, everyone. Welcome in. One, two, Bad Philosophy, episode 109. We're back and live and just the two of us this time, which, you know, I'm okay with that. Cheers. Get that uh, yeah. Will Smith song going on. All right. Um, just the two of us, you know, the one. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I'm not, maybe I'm, I'm thinking of just the two of us. Yeah, that's Will Smith. We can make it if we try. Yeah. Is that Will Smith? That's Will Smith singing to his first son. No kidding. Yeah. Hmm. Got uh, co-opted like by one of the uh, Austin Powers movies with Minnie Me. Oh, uh, Doctor Evil and Minnie Me sang it together. Hmm. But no, it was That's it was Smith. originally a Will Smith. I thought it was an oldie. No, back when Will Smith rapped. Oh, <laughs> I mean, which was a long time ago now. But yeah, wow. And now you can realize that. Well, first rabbit trail of the day. Complete. He sang it with his, I mean, his son. So uh, I am your host, Stephen Torrance, and I'm here with uh, my good friend Kevin Saunders. What would? Um, so, Kevin. You're a structural dramaturgist. Dramaturg. Dramaturg. Word is dramaturg. Dramaturg. Or Sorry. turg, if you prefer. Dramaturg. But I prefer dramaturg. Yeah. With a hard G. Turg sounds too much like turd. So I'll, I'll people go say turg. that, and I. But <laughs> dramaturg. No, people say dramaturg, and they say it sounds like turd, and I still stick with dramaturg. dramaturg. Okay, well, right, we'll go. I'm, with, I'm a structural dramaturg. You're a structural oh. dramaturg. Did you get a chance to read the article? Yeah, I did. To you? Um, so I thought there was nothing useful in it. Ah, okay. <laughs> well, today we're, we're talking about the show Community. Um, fantastic comedy. If you haven't seen it, watch it. Um, you're going to get a lot of it this episode. <laughs> but basically, it's um, for those of y'all who haven't seen it before, it is... Uh, oh, yeah, someone is vacuuming in the background. I, I don't know why they picked this moment to do that. The floor was dirty. Maybe. Um, it's my roommates. Um, <laughs> go slap them. Well, I'm currently tethered to a microphone, so I don't think that would be a, an extremely good idea. Um, sorry, we're, we're replying to stuff in the chat room for those of you all listening on the uh, audio later. Uh, well, welcome, to our, <laughs> welcome to our two viewers, um, Enzer and Kevin... Kevin Michael. Kevin Michael? Kevin. Kevin Michael? Kevin Michael, how do you pronounce it? Oh, it's your last Kev Ham. Hi, Kev Ham. Kev Ham? Who's. Um, Kev Ham, no, this is a great story. Um, <laughs> We've Kev had Eddie Izzard, so. Uh, okay. Yes. Um, I was at Eddie Izzard um, a couple years ago now. Yeah. Um, what, drove up from. Thank you. Wherever I lived in Ohio to wherever it was, which was like two states over, mm-hmm. um, with a friend of mine and her now husband. They may have been married at the time, too. I'm getting off point. Um, mm. So we get there, and at the time Eddie User, before all of his shows, would open up his his app stream mm-hmm. for anybody to add him, and it'd show up on a big screen mm-hmm. um, in the thing, and that was kind of exciting. And one of them um, was a, a, a screen name, Twitter screen name, called Kev Ham. Oh. And it said, you know, it's my birthday, Eddie Izzard. And, uh-huh. I, so, and so I I thought it was funny to start adding people who were adding Eddie Izzard. Oh, okay. And so I'm like, and so I see that, I'm like, hi, yeah, happy birthday from one Kev to another, because I'm Kev Song, yeah, he's yeah. Kev Ham. he's Kev Ham. Um, and I, I don't know how it came out, but we were talking about it, and some other people were talking about it in front of us, and I said, oh yeah, I just added that guy. Um, uh, 
and it was the guy sitting in front of me, more or less. Like he was one or two seats over. And he's like, really? It's like, what? And so we introduced each other, and so we then followed each other um, and have been for the last couple of years. And so he's a cool guy. I read his blog occasionally. Mm-hmm. Um, he does something with sports videos. Yeah. I don't get, actually well, know what you do for a living. Pam, you're in the chat room, so as we're talking about other stuff, so um, tell us what you actually do. Yeah. Um, I see you edit or produce or something like that. It seems interesting, but your yeah. blog's also cool. Uh, live streaming sports events. Okay, yeah. So I, okay. Was, I was on the right track. Cool. Um, all right. Do you, do you rebroadcast uh, existing sports events, or do you uh, live Oh, yeah, stream and the like camera showed us on um, the Eddie Izzard show. That was, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. The two Kevs together. Well, it wasn't, I don't think it was intentionally. But okay. That's yeah. a live stream channel. Oh, neat. All right. Um, well, welcome, yeah. uh, Kev Ham, and, uh, yeah. Where, what were we talking about? Oh, we're talking community. about community. Community, <laughs> right. Yeah, went so far down that rabbit trail, I forgot where it started. Um, so community recently got put on a hiatus, which is not canceled, but it's one step away, basically. So uh, I forget, yeah. did, did Dollhouse get put on hiatus before it got canceled, or did, did it just get canceled? Well, it, it, you can't really compare it to a show like Dollhouse. I would like to announce reasons. for those reading or listening to the audio afterwards that Kevin has successfully de-labeled his... Beer. It's what I do. It's what he does. Um, actually, the the Shiner beers come off pretty easy most of the mm. time. Blue Moon, not quite not so, so much. Often. Yeah, I can't. I can't um, it's eat. the top ones that drive me crazy. Because the thing yeah. is, on the bottom half of the beer, this is our third rabbit trail in like ten minutes. Yeah. Um, on the bottom half of the beer, if the beer is cold enough, it'll condensate. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. And that'll loosen up the the adhesive and the paper and stuff like that, make them fairly easy. It also right. leads it to tearing though if you're not real careful. Ah. But the top does not get the condensation because the beer goes away from the top very quickly because exactly. you're drinking it. Yeah. And so that is always trickier to get off. But I found um, Shiner labels seem to come off fairly consistently for me. Okay. Interesting. Um, so community's on hiatus, and that's not as bad as everyone thinks it is mm. um, for a lot of reasons. Okay. Um, normally, if a show goes on hiatus, it's bad. It's really bad. It's a shorthand way of saying we're going to cancel it, but we don't want to do it just yet because we still want you to watch the other episodes. Yeah. Because so there's still some episodes coming out. Yeah, they said um, they're going to air the rest of season three, four? Four. Three. 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 In, we're on season three. In 2012. Eventually. Um, so why is it not bad in this case? Because you've got, and um, a lot of this came from... Uh, Alan Seppenwall, mm-hmm. who's a uh, TV critic I really respect. Seppenwall at hitfix.com. Uh, uh, you can also, I think, at Seppenwall is his Twitter account. Uh-huh. Um, but he reviews a lot of stuff. He's actually one of the guys who got me to watch Community in the first place. But um, So I'm, I'm quoting him in a lot of respects on this. But A, NBC is in the worst position as a network of the big four. <laughs> Why? Nobody watches NBC. Nobody watches NBC. Nobody watches NBC. <gasps> Puppy! This is Tupac. Um, How's it going? Kevin, my, my roommate Antonio. Howdy. How's it going? Kevin Saunders. And his friend Aaliyah. Nice to meet you. <laughs> and uh, yeah, this is Tupac. He's, cool. He's a, he's a cool little... He barks when, when somebody knocks on the door, but then he's like super nice when they come in. So <laughs> it, it scares off the people who, who would like... Yeah, wanna, who would, who break would in here. be yeah. good. Best, best little dog. Um, yeah, you have a good yeah. one. Um, he'll be back soon. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, okay, uh, so NBC is in a terrible position from a rating standpoint. Mm-hmm. They are the bottom of the stack for everything, just about. The closest okay. thing they've had to a hit in the last year was The 30 Voice. Rock. 30 Rock, nobody watches. Really? Compared to any other show so on any sitcom, on any, any shit sitcom on any other show, channel, <laughs> I'm screwing Inter- up already. Interesting little, uh, little yeah, Freudian I know. slip there. Um, <laughs> well, a lot of them are. <laughs> Excuse yeah. me, have you seen the previews for Work It? No. 
I, th- I don't watch TV. That's well, the thing. Like, I, I watch everything after the Okay, fact, well, so. I also keep up on, because I read a lot of blogs about TV as okay. well. <laughs> Work It is basically Bosom Buddies in 2011. Mm-hmm. And if you're not familiar with Bosom Buddies, it was a show that got uh, Tom Hanks' start by being a show about two guys cross-dressing to live in this house for all women. Um, okay. Back this was in pre-Philadelphia. The, oh, this is pre-everything. Yeah. This was like his mm. first gig. Wow. Um, so this is like early 80s, mm-hmm. maybe even late 70s. Um, don't quote me on that. And it was a pretty terrible show back then. Mm-hmm. And they're basically just updating it now um, where it's two or three guys dressing in drag to work at a women's magazine. And everything I've seen about it makes me think that everybody who said television will destroy our country was right. Yeah, that in premise alone sounds like something. Well, the premise is terrible, and the execution is apparently worse. Oh God. Um, (sighs) So anyway, that's actually on ABC. But lots Mm -hmm. of TV shows out there do way better than everything on Mm -hmm. NBC. Right. Um, Which is basically what has gotten community. What's Modern Family on ABC? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Modern Family's on ABC, Two and a Half Men, Big Bang Theory are on CBS, mm. Glee's on Fox, not really a sitcom, but yeah. you know, kind of. It's their star show. Right? Um, yeah. Well, and American Idol. Yeah. Okay, American yeah. Idol gets everybody to watch it. Okay. And that's, that's, a, that's a success in terms of TV. Not in the same category, though. No. It's, it's not a sitcom. It doesn't matter if it's the same category. It's a matter of how, what yeah. shows people are watching. Okay, so NBC has nothing, basically. Yeah. Um, um, so going back to that. Why, why would they put the show on hiatus then? If they've got nothing... I mean, you've got to admit, 30 Rock Community have, are the only things they have going for them right now. No. The only things they have going for them are The Office. Oh, people still watch that? People still watch it. Compared to everything else on NBC, people still watch oh, it. Oh, my God. I, I stopped watching in, like, season five. That's okay. After Pam and Jim got married, it was like, That's well, okay. Enough people still care that yeah. they're watching. And even Trope. after the part of Steve, uh, Steve Carell, which wasn't great for the ratings It jumped anyway. the shark. I feel like it jumped the shark when they, when they finally got It probably did. I've never like, watched it, okay. so I have no opinions. So I'm watching first rabbit trail of the show, and we'll come back to this probably later, but I'm watching Arrested Development right now. And I'm Fourth in, rabbit trail of the show. Fifth or so. <laughs> I, I'm not even counting. Okay. If you're in the chat room... Could you tell us how many rabbit trails we've done so far? If y'all are still listening, um, I'm watching Arrested Development now, and uh, I'm in. I'm like midway through season two, and I feel like the 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 maybe George Michael thing mm-hmm. is the Pam and Jim dynamic of Arrested Development, except in The Office they eventually got Pam and Jim together. In Arrested Development, it's a running thing that you, they never get together. They come close, and, and it's like this weird, forbidden love interest that will never happen. See, that's you know really this. interesting. A right? really interesting comparison. Okay, but in the office, it's Pam and Jim, and uh-huh. and the thing is, that's what they, that why people watch the show is they know that that these two people are perfect for each other, but they'll never be together because they live in the same workplace. Right, and the, yeah. and, the, and the the tension and the keeping them from yeah, getting together. It's called together. unresolved sexual tension. It's unresolved classic, sexual it's tension. It's a classic television device. Except Arrested Development did it right. They never it, w- it remained unresolved. Yeah, in the that's office, because they resolved it. And well, I don't say it's because that, but Arrested Development didn't make it past two and a half seasons. <laughs> True. They never got to season five or yeah. six or seven. But they never. <laughs> but that's the thing. They never would have actually gotten George Michael and maybe together even when the show I'm not going to. I'm not going to say that one way or the other because the show. No, no, because you haven't gotten to the end of the show. Okay. And you may have a different opinion once you've reached the end of the show. I don't know that they would have. Okay. But by the end of the show, <laughs> certain things happen. 
Um, that, that okay, all right. Don't, don't, Certain things don't, happen. Don't spoil it for me. But uh, we'll come back to Jurassic Development. But see, for The Office, they jumped the shark. They let Pam and Jim get married. It was a great series of episodes. I have to admit, I'm, some of the, the best episodes of the series were, were the wedding episodes because so much stuff came together. So much stuff fell apart. Characters did things that you never expected them to. It was great. But then they realized that they didn't have any unresolved sexual tension in the show after that. So they had to create the thing with Andy and the new girl or whatever her name was. And it just didn't work just as well. I know who Jim and Pam are. <laughs> yeah, well, and, but the new girl wasn't as interesting as Pam as a character, I, I felt. In fact, it was kind of the running joke that she was kind of airheaded. And it just and I never felt sympathy for Andy because he was just a, a complete... Well, he was kind of a dick, for one thing. I think Andy's the manager now. Is he? What? I think so. Uh, okay, whatever. Uh, rabbit trail number six or seven or... Yeah, they don't know how many we've done. <laughs> um, when do you have a show focused on a happily... Mi- well, uh, uh, How I Met Your Mother. And, um, how I Met Your her, Mother yeah, does. Um, Allison Hannigan's character. Till Death more or less did, um, which is something I want to touch on mm-hmm. if we get a chance to later. Careful, let me finish my rabbit trail. No, go ahead. Here. Rabbit trail number seven, Michael Scott's boss, I don't remember the name of the actor, but you know the guy I'm talking about, right? Who's like at corporate in Dungeon James Spader? No. no, he's not the new J- guy. James Spader. James he's Spader is in it now? Oh my god. <laughs> Maybe that I was their attempt to get everybody to watch it again. Hey, we've got that guy from Stargate. Um, I don't know. <laughs> really? That's where you go for James Spader? Yeah. Not Boston Legal or Boston any of the Legal, number of movies he's made. He got you, four Emmys for Boston Legal, I think. He got okay. a lot of Emmys for Boston Legal. Did that make him Boston Legal? James Spader's been made. He's been, he's been a thing, but Stargate was really his first big film, wasn't it? I don't think so. Okay, whatever. That's what I remember him from. Um, anyways, the boss, the, the guy who's at corporate, the kind of bland, you know, M- MBA guy... Um, tall, you know, black haired. No, wears glasses. I don't know any of what we're not, talking not about. Not even ringing a bell. Okay, not at all. He was in the domain the other day, and I passed him. I passed him walking to the bathroom, and I was I had to do a double take, but I didn't say hi to him. I was just like, the frick, like that just happened, and yeah, whatever. Um, sort of like my Kevin Sorbo moment, except that was a lot longer. <laughs> Actually, not like my Kevin Sorbo moment that at all. It didn't sound like it was at all. He was in Pretty in Pink. Pretty in Pink. That's what he got famous for. Um, so, anyways, here's a mannequin. Apparently, James Spader is in the office now. Whatever. Okay, so there's, <laughs> and I don't care anymore because the dynamics that made the office interesting, I think, have changed too much. And and it's and not, that's certainly arguable. Yeah, I, it's not. That's that's beside the point because it is still their highest rated sitcom. Okay, whatever. So, why why do you think then that they're putting Community on hiatus? Because because they are in last place in everything. Community is at a set number of viewers. Mm-hmm. It's always going to have that number of viewers, more okay. or less. Um, really, the numbers haven't changed for the last year. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a slight uptick the night after it was announced that it was going on hiatus, because everybody said, go watch this show. Yeah. But it certainly wasn't enough to save the show. Speaking of, it's on uh, tonight at seven, 8, 7 Central. Um, what is? Community. What? I thought they'd put it on hiatus. No, it's got two episodes left before it actually before goes on hiatus. Before it goes on hiatus. Well, it's not even... Okay. It's, it's on... 
It's not on the spring schedule, is what it is, which <laughs> okay. is not quite the same as being on hiatus. Either. Oh my god! Um, I don't understand television. No, you don't, yeah. and that's okay. Because <laughs> I, if, for those of y'all who have listened to the show for a while, I, I've never understood television. We've had conversations <laughs> like this. We, we had this almost exact argument about Dollhouse. We probably did. Yeah, but um, Community, I feel, is an even better show than Dollhouse. No, no, nothing I'm, against Dollhouse. I'm, I'm, I think it's Dollhouse is very problematic. I think it gets better towards the end. Yeah. But I think overall, it's a better show. Yeah. Um, uh, season two, season three. But okay, so that's the first reason. NBC is in terrible shape. Uh huh. But they're they're going to try and. Where get was that spike you were talking about? Spike in ratings. Oh, uh, season was, two was so much higher rated. It would have been season three. Epidemiology um, was the was highest the, rated one. Five, the, five million viewers. Season three has been pretty damn consistent, actually. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like it yeah. would have been the last episode. Um, no. Documentary filmmaking Redux had a slight uptick. Um, yeah, that's it. I mean, it, it's gone down since the first episodes of the season. Yeah. People want to see another paintball episode. And, and here's the thing. So, I, I can I finish the reasons? Oh, sorry. Go, <laughs> sorry, I thought there's there's more. Not. No, okay. um, um, they want to try. NBC keeps trying new things because mm-hmm. something has to work. They think. Um, and so they're bringing out... Um, they're keeping Whitney, in hope, which is their new show of the season that's terrible. Okay. Um, but they're hoping to build that audience by putting it after The Office, um, because Office is their best show, and you always put something you want to grow after that. Because people just leave the TV on. And well, whatever. they do. Whatever. Yeah. That, that's how that works. I did, I, you don't watch TV like I normal don't. people. I season. do not. I'm completely out of touch with this. Um, it's yeah. and and that's happening less and less. Mm. But it is still the pri- that happens a lot. Yeah, it's a downtrend, but it's still very. It's high. predominant. Yeah. yeah. Um, and a lot of things are happening with that respect. That community will always get. These ratings. Okay. So it's set there, and that's a good thing. It also is critically lauded. People like it who talk about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody watches it, but the people who do watch it really like it, and the critics really like it, both yes. of which are things in its favor. Mm-hmm. Um, third or fourth or seventh, however many I've gone through at this point, they did the exact same thing to Parks and Rec last year. Really? Yeah. But Parks and Rec is still on. Parks and Rec is still on. Parks and Rec a good show? I haven't seen it. Yeah, it is. Okay. Um, it, the first season... Kind of meh, but it picks meh. up from there. Okay. Um, first season's only like six episodes, though. Also, doesn't it? Isn't there like a, an unresolved sexual tension that gets resolved in that one too? I've only seen the first season and a half, okay. so I don't know. I feel like there's like a geek guy that gets with the girl who played a minor character in Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, but never mind. Um, I if don't you've know. seen Parks and, Parks and Rec and Scott Pilgrim, you know exactly what I'm saying. Holla, <laughs> high five through the internet. Anyways. Um, um, I know, so Parks I know who Rec. you're talking about, Parks but I don't Rec, know. They, any. they did the same they thing, They did too. something almost identical to this. Yeah. It, did, it went on a hiatus over the spring semester, the spring season mm-hmm. of TV, and it came back this season um, because they were trying out some other things that didn't work. Because Parks and Rec is in a very similar situation. It's a very low-rated show. Not a lot of people watch it, but it's very critically loved. Mm-hmm. And again, it's all NBC has. <laughs> um, yeah. The reason Community got a third season is because NBC didn't have anything else. And it's not likely that that's going to change anytime soon. They're really hoping for The Voice, which is coming back in the spring, to be a mega hit. And it wasn't really a mega hit last year, but they're hoping they can grow it. I completely missed that one. What is it about? Um, it's like American Idol or The X Factor, with the exception of there are four judges, mm. and each one of them 
picks their people that they sort of guide and train through the competition. Mm, okay. Um, and the initial premise of it, which gets immediately ignored after the first few episodes, is that all of the auditions are done blind. So the judges aren't looking at the people when they're singing. They come on the stage. And the they judges, just listen to them. The judges have these fancy chairs that face the audience, and if they like what they hear, they're singing, they'll hit a button, and the chair spins around, and they can see who's singing. Uh, oh, which is an interesting premise, but it gets thrown away at the very uh, that's beginning. That's the one that had CeeLo. Yeah, CeeLo and... Yeah. and um, the country star Brad Paisley, maybe? Uh, yeah, I guess so. Um, and Christina Aguilera and a fourth person mm-hmm. who I don't remember. Okay. I don't think Brad Paisley was the person either. But um, that, was, uh. that was the premise. And it was, a, it was a moderate success for NBC. Yeah, yeah. Um, the problem is it was, it was a moderate success for NBC when American Idol wasn't on, when X Factor wasn't on. Right, right. Um, and so it's very, in my opinion, very unlikely for it to be the kind of success that they need it to be to, to bring NBC back. up out of the basement. Okay. Um, which means there's still a chance that we can get a fourth season of Community. Okay. It's not guaranteed, but even with that, three seasons of this show is it's, pretty darn impressive. It's amazing. And I mean, I'm so glad that we've had the three seasons that, that exist right now. Um, and let's talk a little bit about that. So I, I saw the first episode of Community about when it premiered. Um, I saw it when it premiered. Yeah. Um, Watched it live. I was slightly stoned at the time, but still I remember it being a good experience. <laughs> um, and, and then I saw, I, it was like a year and a half later, I, I ended up watching, actually after working at Apple again, somebody was watching it in the break room, and oh yeah, Kev Ham had to leave. Oh, so, sad. Yeah, we said goodbye to him, but whatever. Um, so somebody was watching it in the break room, and I was like, oh, is that, that community's still on? Is it a good show? And they were like, oh, it's an amazing show. So I ended up watching the backlog of it, and I just fell in love with it. And I was like, this is so freaking awesome for a number of reasons. Mm -hmm. It's my time to give reasons. Um, (laughs) Community is the the most uh, intelligent take on current pop culture that I've seen. Because the, the way that it's written, the way that it's structured, is to be not only an homage but an interaction with pop culture. Not not only an homage to, but an interaction with. So they're 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 making references, but in the act of making making references, they're also creating new takes on that those elements of pop culture, right? Mm-hmm. So so the, the, when they reference a TV show or when they reference a genre, they they take it a step farther in in the um, the structure of the sitcom right so they're 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 the biggest genre mashing like remixing uh, multi-layered show that I've, that I've ever seen and it's the only sitcom that I've gotten into and I don't I almost don't think of it as a sitcom it's it's something really uh, its own it's it's something with with a unique take on the sitcom premise that said, you know it has its mm-hmm. flaws, and, and especially in the first season, you can see them kind of trying to figure out where they're going, how they're going to use the characters. I still, think, I still think they're trying to figure that stuff out. Yeah, but they're doing such a good job of it. And th- this this article, which which we're referring to from uh, Slash Film, by a guy named um, Jimmy Jimmy Palmer. Jimmy Palmer. No, how, I made that up. How do you? Yeah, that's I don't know how you remember these things anyway, but. Um, <laughs> I didn't remember it. I made Adam it up. Quigley. Adam Q. That was close. Q, that was close. Um, some of the points he makes in here is just the and, and he, God, he points out things like this this photo, right? Of the fact that they have the colors no, of the that rainbow. Was that was one of the few things I liked about it. And and then Jeff is not a color. I was I did not even get that when I first watched no, it. No, well, you're not meant to. It's one of those things like Arrested Development that every 
single word, every shot, every every look, it, it has it contributes to the story. See, this is where I'm going to disagree with you a little bit. Okay. Um, and and this is something that the that Mr. Quigley mm-hmm. mentioned as well. Um, he talked about being um, Arrested Development being one of the best shows of all time, and I certainly agree with him on that. I, you, one of the best sitcoms of all time. I mean, it, it. I think it's what Big Bang Theory wishes it could. It's be. the best at what it did. Yeah. Um, I'll put it to you that. Hey, way. don't put it in the past tense. It's not canceled yet. God damn it. No, Arrested <laughs> Development was canceled. It's been oh, sorry. revived. No, I'm talking about Arrested. He Development. said Arrested Development. He said Arrested Development. Oh, I'm sorry. Best. I thought you were referring. You were saying no, you were no. I'm, 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 I'm not that lavish with my praise. And but Arrested Development isn't in the past tense because it's coming back on Netflix. That's what I said. Um, yeah, but yeah. it's Arrested Development was the best at what it did. With its format, with its yeah. with itself as a show, it was it, it, the pinnacle of itself. It reimagined what a sitcom could be, which was yes. something that doesn't um, happen often. No, it isn't. Um, but I am of the opinion that Arrested Development is near perfect, or about as near as perfect as you can get mm-hmm. from point A to point B, from the beginning to the end. It is a masterfully constructed show, kind of like The Wire. Not unlike The Wire. Okay. Um, it's up there. I, I, I mean, The Wire... In the TV pantheon, you've got The Wire, which is the perfect television show. <laughs> um, just bam, perfect. Okay. Nothing better. Yeah. Yet. I'd love to see it. If something <laughs> comes up that's better than The Wire, I'll be the happiest person yeah. who watches TV. Um, because you always want something better. But God, The Wire is the yeah. pinnacle. Um, Arrested Development is very close. Mm-hmm. Also in the same pantheon, Freaks and Geeks, which you need to watch if you really? haven't. Really? Yes. Okay. All right, um, I'm glad there's another one that I haven't not, seen. Not, again, it's, it's <laughs> as much like The Wire as Arrested Development. Okay, all right. Um, which is to say they're nothing alike. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but also an amazing TV show. Lasted only one season. Damn. Um, right. Absolutely terrible, but nobody watched the it. The Good Die Young. Always. Um, yeah. But it's, it's up there. Those might be... Top three forever. Okay. <laughs> um, at least with TV I've experienced. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of anything that can rival them um, in terms of consistent overall quality, and I'm not thinking about it. Yeah, and that's that. the thing. Like, a lot of shows, maybe in an episode or in mm-hmm. a season, would be better than any Well, if, if you know, one of my favorites is Buffy the Vampire Slayer. But yeah. you've got, and you've got episodes like Hush, you've got episodes oh. like The Body, mm-hmm. you've got Once More with Feeling, which I think is a fantastic episode that yeah. came later in the series, came sixth season. I still haven't seen that one, um, by the way. Yeah. yeah, it was sixth season, which, I mean, is well past the show's peak. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't have all the shows in the early episodes that are great either. It has some good ones, but nothing, nothing like Hush, The Body, or... Um, the third one I mentioned, what's more feeling. Right. Um, but those those are unique, amazing experiences. Yeah, it, it's not... a roller coaster. So, I mean, things like The Wire mm-hmm. community are consistently good. Or See, this is where rides, I disagree with you. Right? I'm, I love community. But community <sighs> is inconsistent. I, I don't think so. I do. I and, mean, and I'm going to tell you this because... Yeah. Um, and this is what makes an interesting conversation, so it's good that we disagree. Yeah, yeah. Um, but... Community, go back and, I, and I've actually been doing this. Rewatch the first five episodes of Community. Oh, okay. It right. is not the so show you think it is. If we don't count the first, watch the few first episodes. two episodes of this season. Watch the first two episodes of last season. Yeah. Watch. I mean, I, I could pull up a, a list of episodes, and there, I've there got are the list of episodes because there's on here. there's two sides to the Community coin. Mm-hmm. And both of them are good, and they've been blending more recently, which is why I think the show is actually finally hitting its stride in this third season. Yeah. I think it's come close in the past seasons. But you talk about these, these pop culture pastiches 
which are amazing and 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 they're fantastic if you speak that language. Which but I do. Yes. I mean, but not everybody does. Which is why nobody watches yeah. the show. Um, I do too. But the flip side of that coin are these character-based stories. Mm-hmm. Certified Mixology, which I rewatched today. Um, what season? Exercising season two. Okay. Or Mixology certification. Excuse me, I, mi- I mixed up the title. Um, you'll remember it as the season where, tr- as the episode where Troy turns twenty-one and they go to a bar. Yeah, late. Wait, I'm not finding this. Mid second season. season. Mixology Mid- certification. Ah, mixology certification. Yeah. Um, right after uh, conspiracy theory and interior design. Dude, you are you are God. <laughs> <laughs> I like the show. Okay. Um, which in turn came after. Let's see if I can do this. Um, aerodynamics of gender. Was that the one before that? That's one? two episodes before it. Well, no. I mean, bef- so there's something between aerodynamics of gender and, and interior conspiracy design. Conspiracy theories and interior design. Oh, what was that one? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if you can pull it off, I'm going to get him another I'm beer. not sure I can pull it off. Um, it was the Mean Girls tribute. Uh, no, that was Aerodynamics of Jenner. What am yeah, I thinking of? Yeah. Because uh, Aerodynamics of Jenner was, the, was the, the A story was Abed going to the class on feminism and learning to talk like a girl, which is a very problematic episode. Um, Man, I blew through those. I don't even remember that one. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It also had the trampoline in it. Oh um, right, with, with that the was Nazi? the B story. Yeah, yeah that, the okay. B story was the was the trampoline. Okay, all right. And there was conspiracy theory interiors. It must have been a. Oh, that's right. Where? Yeah, sorry. The, yeah, where Abed gets in with the Mean Girl. Yeah, group. I mean it was yeah. it was okay. a Mean Girl pastiche, although right. a very subtle one. Yeah. Uh, okay, what was it? You just gotta tell me. Um, no, so I, I've got to pull it back up. Cooperative calligraphy. Ah, cooperative <laughs> calligraphy. I watched that episode today. Yeah. I never forgot that one. Which I don't. That was the remember. bottle episode where Annie's pen got stolen. Right um, by the monkey. Yes, and everybody thought it was somebody else in the group. And oh, yeah. it was another fantastic yeah. episode, in oh. my opinion. Yeah, um, that and mixology, and mixology certification though are both two episodes that are fantastic. Mm-hmm. That are character based pieces. There is no, yeah, there is no pastiche. There is no pop culture references that that the show is referencing. There, you know, Abed talks about. Uh, Farscape in the in mixology certification. Yeah, um, there's a reference to Beetlejuice in. Good God, you know thing. more about this than I do. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm totally um, out of my league here, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, yes, yeah. you are. Um, you know, so you there, there are and and Abed of course get a master's in this after all. <laughs> and of course Abed mentions the. Um, Mentions the fact that they're doing a bottle episode, um, yeah. which it was, but that's about as far as it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, they've done a lot of bottle episodes. They have, yeah. And he doesn't make mention of all of them. Well, and sometimes he's like, "Well, it looks like it's going to be a bottle episode." But he like, only does that in that one. That's the oh, only okay. reference he makes to it. Okay. But if you watch it, there's actually a lot of bottle episodes to make up for all yeah. these big, huge, you know, like the epidemiology, latest, which was the, the zombie one. The latest Halloween one was a, a bottle episode, wasn't it? Not quite in the same way that you're thinking. Okay. Um, because um, they had to build that original set. So a bottle episode, despite the fact of it's not just, it comes from the idea of characters in a bottle. Yeah. You lock them in a room and see what happens. Or you, you have them in a single location or standing sets. What it really is is a cheap episode. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, they had to create all the dream sequences. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. The Halloween one wasn't a bottle episode. Right. As okay. much as um, something like yeah, cooperative I mean, the, calligraphy. Or you know, cooperative yeah. calligraphy is the, or, the archetype. Yeah, the one um, where 
No, I'm, I'm not. Any episode, and the, and the thing is, there's a lot of these. You don't remember them because they don't have easily memorable titles yeah. and things like the zombie episode or the space shuttle episode yeah. or um, even the Goodfellas episode with the chicken fingers in season one. Right. Yeah. Um, or the I still need to see Modern Warfare. I haven't seen, seen it either. Yeah. Um, Modern Warfare is the paintball that one. Together. That's, yeah. I have issues with Scorsese, but I'll watch it. <laughs> um, I, I'm sure it's an interesting film. Wait, what issues do you have with Scorsese? Scorsese hates women. Really? Oh, yeah. Ah, hmm. Hence, good fellas. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, go watch... Um, it's not good gals. Uh, what was the last one I watched? Shutter Island, which is a pretty interesting film. bit trippy. Misogynist? The only women characters in it are evil. Oh, hmm. <laughs> are lying to him. Are, are things like that. Interesting. Um, um, what was the other one I saw? Oh, um, The Departed. The only woman character in the whole thing is this therapist who's on two sides of the thing. She's with both of the two guys from either side, and she has no character, and they're both using her. Yeah. Scorsese can't write a, a solid female character. Um, or <laughs> so, direct. For so that he matter. just hates women. Okay. Well, right. it's a consistent pattern you'll see throughout his films. Okay. He whatever. doesn't treat them well. So. I get this that th- there's a little bit of inconsistency in the style, and, that's, but and I'm not I'm not unhappy about the inconsistency. I'm in favor of it mm-hmm. because rather than being a pinnacle show like the others I've mentioned, mm-hmm. what Community is that I love about it is Community is more experimental than any show on television in a very long time. Yes, in that Community is almost willing to throw anything at the wall and see what sticks. Holy crap! I mean the uh, the Dean episode recently. Was just amazing. Like well, uh, just, documentary filmmaking redux. Yeah, documentary filmmaking. I mean, wow. Yeah, which in turn like, was a pastiche of um, Hearts of Darkness. Was it? Yes. Okay. Well, uh, do you know anything about Apocalypse Now slash Hearts of nope. Darkness? Okay. <laughs> Apocalypse Now film about Vietnam. But good. Allegedly, Hearts, Hearts of Darkness did it first, which they reference in that. No, right? Hearts. Uh, Heart, it's Apocalypse Now is based on the Joseph Conrad book Heart of Darkness. Heart of Darkness. Okay. In 91 and 92, a documentary was made about the filmmaking of Apocalypse Now. That documentary was called called Hearts Hearts of of Darkness. Darkness. Okay. And it was about the director of Apocalypse Now losing it. Okay. Okay. Um, And so that's what that was about. It was... Okay. They were referencing Hearts of Darkness. It was a pastiche of Hearts of Darkness. Yes, which they very clearly referenced a couple times throughout the show. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, the Mighty North Andre episode is the same way. Um, mm. I mean, they, they'll just lift an, a, a plot out. And that's okay, because yeah. they use it with the characters. Even the episodes that do that have the characters throughout them. And I think the characters make the show more than the pastiches. And the actors are so incredibly diverse. Oh, I mean, yeah. they're, they're well, capable of, mm-hmm. of, of doing these experimental things. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, that's, I think, part of why the, the show succeeds, mm-hmm. is the writers can experiment. They have such good tools at their disposal. Yes. And, and that's... It's just such a such a great combination of people that I, I just I, I wonder about NBC and, and about its its ability. So we've talked about this before in, mm-hmm. the, in the context of, of shows that are very intensely loved by a small group of people. Yeah. What do you do with them? Because I mean, critically acclaimed, uh, well written. I mean, just incredible. But not but without a wide appeal. I mean, it, it, and I think here's here, so. Yeah. I guess one of the things I wanted to talk about mm-hmm. here was the potential that services and and companies like Netflix now offer to shows like that, mm-hmm. right? So they're 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 bringing back Arrested Development, 
which is one of these shows that will not get a wide audience, but it doesn't need to because it's Netflix. All right, they yeah. can fund it because there are people who will watch it, they, mm -hmm. and 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 it's an original. It's a piece of original material. Yeah. And Netflix it will not be Netflix's first piece of original material. No, it's that there's that um, House of Cards. House of Cards. Yeah, yeah I, 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 which has it started yet? No, or? no, okay. But it is based on a British original, which you can find on Netflix. Okay, um, like so many things these days. It's about it's about Parliament. Okay. Sort of. <laughs> it's good. Is House of Cards about government? I'm or? sure it'll be about the U.S. Okay. government. It's all right. I don't um, know, but it's based on the other. So I guess so they're going to trans. They put Kevin Spacey in it and transplant it to the is U.S. Is the office about people working in a dull workspace? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, is, is, it? Is, is that what it's about? Anyway, is what is the office about? Um, up until this season, the I would have said. Isn't it about the futility of corporate work? Up until this season, I would have said it was about. Um, Political correctness. Um, yeah, that's a big. That's a again that's not a big, having watched a lot of it. It's a big light motif in it, but I I think fundamentally it's about the absurdity about uh, the absurdity of corporate culture. Okay, sure. You know, the, 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 I haven't watched it. The so. dressing up in suit and just the the way the the ability to turn all of that false formalism on its head so easily and, mm -hmm. the, and the the tension. That exists in that that sort of an environment. Yeah. That's always what I felt like when okay. I first when <laughs> I first watched The Office, and and the reason that it drew me in initially mm -hmm. was this deep uncomfortable feeling that I got <laughs> watching it. Because I'm just have you seen the British one? I have. Okay, because it, it's like it three times me, more uncomfortable. It didn't give me as much. Maybe because I'm I'm not as much of an Anglophile, or I don't I didn't I don't I don't identify as much with the culture there, but. That's it, part of it. Also, David Brent, the office boss yeah. on The Office mm -hmm. in the British one, is a much more terrible person than Michael Scott. He is, and yeah. and that's a and and they toned him down for the American audience and and made him different, and that's okay, mm -hmm. and, and I think it worked better for the American office. Also, freaking Steve Carell's the narrator in Arrested Development. That's amazing. No, he's not. What? You're no? an idiot. Yes, he is. No, he's Come not. Come on. I, no, I, I, I just I thought I look it up. Voice, look but. it up. I'll let you be shocked when you see who it is. I won't tell <laughs> you. Oh, I won't tell okay. you. But you will. All you right. will see it, and then you'll go. What? <sighs> I'm I'm shocked that you think it's Steve Carell. I thought it was, but anyways. Oh um, my gosh. <laughs> anyways. What drew me in was just that deep sense of, of discomfort that you got from from mm -hmm. the Michael Scott character. I mean, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's the that's reason the why anybody would watch it. You, the rest of the characters were simply a they set the environment, mm -hmm. and then Michael Scott they got to look at the camera and go, "Can you believe this guy?" Upset the environment. Yeah, yeah. Um, which they've never really addressed the fact that everything is being filmed, and yet they break the fourth wall all the time. Which kind of I don't know. I mean, I've never I've never really, they've never really. Talked about that, yeah. You know, like that. Well, they, or they've occasionally mentioned like no cameras in here or whatever. But they, it's hardly consistent. But there are times when, yeah, like so. And I realized that later. I'm like, well, they're not really. They haven't really doubled down on this whole camera thing. You know. Anyways, all right, they're see. really consistent with it, but that's okay. I probably should have looked this up on narrative at Ron. <laughs> no shit. He was an executive producer on it too. Wow! Yeah, he, he was, was uncredited as the narrator. He yeah, but okay. If you watch the show, they occasionally make jokes about stuff like this. Really? Yes. Um, there's one. I I want to say it was um, one of um, 
no. Michael's girlfriends <laughs> makes a joke about some opie looking guy and the narrator goes hey watch it or you know she went over the line there or something like that uh, uh, because uh, Ron Howard is opie okay um, alright and there's another joke that I won't spoil it for you because you haven't gotten to there if you're only halfway the second season yeah that I think is fantastic okay um, okay <laughs> You'll know it when you see it, but there's a Ron Howard joke. But no, yeah, Ron Howard was the yeah. narrator for the whole season. They do series. sound very similar. Seriously, they sound. Listen to it. Okay, I'll, they I'll do listen sound to very it again, similar. But no, it, yeah, it's Ron Howard. Yeah, all right, whatever. Um, but but the thing is, it, it, that feeling of discomfort goes away the more you watch the show. And but the thing is, they never they never evolve beyond that. They're still like, well, let's find different ways to make people feel uncomfortable through political correctness, through you know upsetting the the tropes. Mm-hmm. Like it, it just, I, I don't know. But the the show the show is a single premise show. Well, if anything, and I'm not defending The Office because I've not seen it, and I don't really care. Yeah. But if anything, I would say the argument against that would be that it became a character based show because you it did care to. about well yeah it yeah. did because you did care about Jim and Pam and, and yeah, the other people yeah, eventually yeah. and all those little background characters who were the one off jokes in the, in the original seasons became, became people. actual characters and people and Except personalities I never Creed still feels like a one off character is, so. <laughs> Creed's the guy who never does anything just plays solitaire in his office and always says creepy things okay the older guy sure no <laughs> okay Again, you're lucky I know who Jim and Pam are okay um yeah, anyways. And the community, though, is not... I mean, what is community about? Pop culture? No, community is about... Community is a character-driven kind of show. It is. Because all I of the conflicts guess? come through the characters. The reason these off-the-wall episodes work is because... Of the other episodes where we're rooted with these characters, where we care about their struggles, yeah. where the story about Annie living in a dump—that's mm-hmm. um, exactly what I thought about first. <laughs> yeah, was was Annie's transition to, into living with Abed? And, mm-hmm. and, I mean, that's uh, that's a more recent yeah. thing, but you know that sort of stuff. I mean, these things that that we care about that are established fairly on early on in the show. That I mean, really, this was a group. It's it's. I think it's even said like somewhere in the first season, if not the first episode. Yeah. You know where we moved from being a commu- uh, from being a study group to a community, oh. and and it's hackneyed cliche and they make fun of that yeah but that's what the show is about it is about this community that is developed between these people who got brought together by Abed of all people yeah. to be um, you know a random Wait, assortment so? of people Abed formed the study group Jeff told Bree Allison Bree is the Annie not Annie because Allison Bree is Annie Britta there we Britta. go it was a bean yeah. um, Jeff told Britta that he was a Spanish tutor and Britta invited Abed, and Abed invited the other people all from their Spanish class, hmm. um, and that's how the study group got formed. It's all in the first episode, and everybody forgot about it afterwards. Yeah. Um, except that they do still all take one class together. Although we haven't seen nearly enough of Michael Williams in this season. What? Who? Omar. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> I was so glad that they brought him in there as a character, but... We've not seen enough. They used him in like two episodes. That's that, okay. Yeah. You know, it could be more. And yeah. you know, I'm not. I'm not complaining. Michael Williams is working, and that's always useful. <laughs> He's great. Uh, oh, uh, what's his name? John um, Goodman. No, Stringer Bell. I forget. He's got a weird name. The actor. Uh, yes, and now you've made me forget it. It's like Isman or is. There's an I in there. See, I want to say Reese Efans, but that's not him because that's a guy who was in yeah. um, something else. Whatever. He's in that new uh, sci-fi flick uh, with Charlize Theron and. Um, What's her name? Yeah, look it up. <laughs> I saw some stills from it the other day. Um, 
Enzer in the chat room uh, asks us a couple things. So how would the show work if your grandkids watched it? How many of the references humor would come through? The characters are interesting enough for it to work Idris without Elba. the meta and whatnot. So, okay, that's an interesting point. So it's got mm-hmm. the, the pop culture layer that certainly brings a lot yeah, of but what's appeal, but it also works as a character-driven show. Mm-hmm. Like, you can miss the co- pop culture references and still appreciate it. You can miss it. a lot of them and still yeah. appreciate it. I mean, I think... I think um, I think, for example, the Goodfellas episode works without any knowledge of the Goodfellas. And I can speak from experience because I have no knowledge of the Goodfellas. <laughs> um, I think... Um, I won't say Modern Warfare. Those are always the two I default Modern to. Family? No, I'm, I'm thinking <laughs> of, of the... the ep- I'm, I was thinking of episodes. Oh, okay. Modern Warfare was the paintball episode. Right. I think of the episode titles. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, sometimes I do. <laughs> I think the the My Dinner with Andre episode works with. So you don't know there is an My Dinner with Andre episode. See, that's just it, it works with, with exactly. Yeah, they yeah. even reference it in the episode. But um, the uh, Abed's birthday party, where they where they wanted to throw him the Pulp Fiction birthday party, and instead he takes Jeff out for a nice. Which conversation. ended up being the Pulp Fiction. No, one. It had Pulp Fiction near it. It was a My Dinner with Andre episode, um, Mm. which made people unhappy because they wanted it to be a Pulp Fiction episode, right? um, Because it got leaked or rumored or something like that. But no, I think a lot of it can work without that because it is character driven. Um, But I also want to point out that that Hearts of Darkness, um, the Goodfellas episode, a lot of the references they're making are not references of this generation. They're older references. The, My dinner which with Andre reflects the, the writers, writers, which yeah. is what I'm saying. That is, it can, it can communicate to me. I yeah. was born when My Dinner with Andre came out. Right, like the same year. Yeah. My mother said I looked like the guy from My Dinner with Andre when I was born. <laughs> she wasn't happy about it. <laughs> well, to be fair, it's a funny looking guy. Um, well, you are a funny looking guy. Yeah. yeah. I don't look like him anymore, though. Um, <laughs> Sean. Wallace Shawn, okay, um, who you know as <laughs> get um, his name wrong. Yep, from Princess Bride. Inigo Montoya. No, never get in, that's no. that's that's never get into land war with um, d- despicable. That inconceivable. Guy. Inconceivable. Yeah. God, why do I always get those two confused? Um, yeah. That's Wallace Shawn. That's Wallace um, Shawn. Okay. He was in My Dinner with Andre. He's the one that wasn't Andre. Okay. He was Wallace. And it wasn't in My Dinner with Andre the Giant, who was also in... No. Nah. Okay, no, a right, different so. Andre entirely. But funny, I mean, connected by the Andre. Yeah, yeah, interesting. You know he has a posse. Yes. You know who made that, don't you? No. Ron Howard? Shepard Ferry, who's the same guy who did the Obama Hope I was like, if you said Ron Howard, I was going to be like, no. Shepard Ferry, who's a a well known graffiti artist, one of his first big things was on the giant as a posse. After that, another one of his really big things was the Obama Hope poster. Oh, they do look similar. Yeah. Um, That's also Shepard Ferry. Okay. Um, Mm. He's done a number of other things that are much less well known. Okay. But those are those are his two biggest things. <laughs> wow, um, what a, what a pair of artists! He's a graffiti to be artist, wow. I and mean, that's what he does. Huh. Um, he's legitimized himself a lot in the last few years, which okay. is how he could get the job doing the Obama poster. Yeah, <laughs> um, I love the freeze frame right there. Was just yeah, you doing the facepalm thing? Face yeah. So no, I, I mean, I think that 
I love Community, and I would I would love to see it make to season four. Okay, um, you've helped me. I have this hope has for been it. sort of like a wake for Community. So like, if it gets canceled, <laughs> it's always therapeutic for us to do these episodes <laughs> when, when things we love are about to get canceled. Like we've done it with we've done it with Dollhouse. Um, we what about what else have we done it with? I guess now we've done it twice. Yeah, we've I think it with Dollhouse we've done it with Community, but Community's not canceled yet. But it's it probably not. will be. Well, we all the shows are canceled, and great shows get canceled all the time. All the time. All the time. Yeah. Um, because it's not... And, and, and the people making the shows, and the networks don't want that to happen. Networks want shows to succeed. Yeah. They really, really do. Can we just get away from Nielsen ratings? I mean, can we no, please? No, we, we can. And we've had this argument, and yeah. I'd, I'd like to, but there is not a way to put a system in place that works better than the Nielsen's right now. Yeah. It's just too well entrenched. Too well um, entrenched. And, and it's unfortunate because the times they are changing. Yeah. But the Nielsen system works for the people who are spending money, which is to say the advertisers. Yeah. The, the rating systems, they are staying the same. Those, <laughs> those the people who have the power to change it are the advertisers. Yeah. And they're not going to anytime soon. Mm. Um, because the Nielsen is everywhere. It is entrenched. It is all-encompassing. Mm. Mm. You know, and and for that matter, it works. I don't like it. I'm unhappy about it. I'd rather have, uh, you know, a complete sample rather than a representative sample, which is, to be fair, if I understood statistics, would probably make a lot more sense and be a better thing than I think it is. Mm-hmm. But I don't understand statistics. That's my own failing. Um, so, but Your only failing? Good. One of. Okay. Uh, Anyways, I think we've uh, talked ourselves out. There's yeah. one more comment in here. There's a delicious or a delicate. There's a delicious balance, a delicate balance between Bible references, Jane Austen references, Robert Frost references, and internet memes. Sliding scale of pretentiousness. Oh, uh, he, you got to go back a few. He's he's starting up here. How the show works? He's talking about well, the references. Well, we oh, okay, talked yeah. about that. But this is the recent comment. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Yes, it's a balance, and well, not necessarily a balance, but an oscillation. They they oscillate between heavily pop culture reference, uh, heavily contemporary references, and very obscure past generation references, mm-hmm. which is good. Uh, yeah, we, no, I think it's it sort of it. it's sort of like Mystery Science Theater three thousand. Your the joke, right people will get it. Your joke is in there. Yeah, and and the reason the beginning of you loving the show is when you get your joke, mm-hmm. and and mine was uh, I'm trying to remember. Nope. See, I'm thinking Party Down. I'm thinking. I haven't watched Party Down yet. That's one of my. Party list. Down is good. I know. Yeah. You've seen uh, Veronica Mars, right? Haven't you? No, I need to. If see you like that Party too. Down, watch Veronica Mars. Okay. Um, no, for me, for me, in Party Down, it was it was the, the Snow Crash reference. It was the Neil yeah. Stevenson. I can tell you what moment sold it for me, um, and I'm going to try really hard not to just bust a gut laughing while I explain it to you. Yeah. Um, oh, for Community. So sorry, Enzer. You're a girl, so we should say she. Oh, that's that's very. That's very wrong of us to do. Uh, assume the gender of people watching. I feel God, terrible for that. That's a mistake that. I would make, but I'm it sorry is. you went along with me. Well, I did, and that's and I'm I deep heartfelt apologies because everybody knows that I'm a sexist and a racist and a. I mean, we all are. Yeah. It's just a matter of how we deal with it. Well, I know that our demographic is far and away male, but I know you get a lot yeah. of female fans. I do. You're kids through the ASL stuff. Yeah, and occasionally they come over here and watch seventy-five podcast female actually. Um, yeah. Well. Anyways, um, we should go to the form spring. Oh, I, I think had, we I had to one other thing. Okay, go for it. Um, I don't remember what it was. What was I talking about? Like before we found out that Enzer was female and made us feel bad. Um, your joke in the show. The oh yeah, community. Community was yeah. the one. The one that got me. That that <laughs> had me soul on the show. 
was when I don't remember why, mm-hmm. but Annie was dressed up as a security guard, and she was trying to chase down somebody, mm. and she had mace, and she was running and trying to spray the mace at the person, but she and was running spraying herself. and ended yeah. up spraying her in the face, <laughs> and I lost it. I <laughs> just, just lost, right lost it completely. I'm surprised I'm not laughing as hard as I am now, <laughs> because usually when I tell the story, I start busting up. I've been practicing. A sight gag? It was, really? it was fantastic. It just, <laughs> everything about that moment was perfect. Um, and that's, I mean, that's the moment where I was, was into the show for life. Yeah. Um, I guess it's been done for the the only other joke that makes me think of that is is somebody like in a plane spitting forward and like having it come back in their face. Happened on The Simpsons. They were in um, <laughs> Simpsons. Uh, did Simpsons it. did it. Yeah. Um, <sighs> Bart and Lisa were on one of those spinny things where you get stick up against the wall, mm-hmm. and um, he tried to spit at her, and it flew back and hit him in the face. <laughs> it's it's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, Physics. Yeah. Anyways, that was my rift tracks joke, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Physics. It was. It was. Anyways, we did that. We did that in the last episode. Um, So we don't have a lot of new questions in the forum squeeze. What's the daily question? The daily is: uh, Would you rather see a beautiful sunrise or sunset? Sunset. Because I won't get up for the sunrise. Exactly. Well, there's something. Sunrises don't tend to be quite as spectacular, I don't think, because the clouds. Usually, you don't see a sunrise that that has a lot of color because the clouds have built up overnight. So the sun rises behind clouds, the clouds burn off. Then at the end of the day, you have um, you have a lot of clouds dissipating from like a storm or something. So meteorologically, it's way more about clouds than I ever knew. Well, <laughs> I'm no meteorologist, clearly, but. <laughs> Maybe it's just that you know we we tend to sleep through sunrise. I do. So maybe there are as many. I'd good like to more often sunsets. than I do. I I'm up a lot for work now for sunrises. Yeah. But a sunrise, for me, tends to, I guess, like the curve of beauty, is much shorter for a sunrise. It seems than for a sunset because a sunset kind of fades. You know, mm. the colors the colors linger. I don't know. Sure. I've, I've seen a couple of amazing sunrises in my life. The one, the one that I remember most distinctly was before the uh, the 2008 UT game at Texas Tech. Um, waiting, I was I walked over at like four in the morning and uh, came back to the line to find all the tents had been taken up and people had moved forward by about half. The line had compressed by about fifty percent oh, at wow. that point, and uh, and we were just sitting in chairs and. We were all waiting for the Starbucks to open <laughs> uh, and just talking. And I, I remember the sun rising over the Overton Hotel that was being constructed. And, uh, you know, it just, it was such a, I don't know, I was sleep deprived at the time already. But I just remember <laughs> distinctly, like, that sunrise was so wonderful. And it, it, I was like, at that part in the day, I was like, you know, I don't care how this day ends, how it goes. This has been such a great experience, and I'm I'm all right with it. That ended know? with me playing D and D. You were that still there at Tech, right? Yeah, I was playing D and D. But you didn't participate in the line at all. No, I, I did one episode of the Raiderfield Diaries. You did, but you didn't actually come to the game. No, I was playing D and D. We were watching it on TV, so we saw all the big things happen. It was D and D night. That's what we did. I mean, like, Stephen, I've never been a football guy. That that was the single greatest game in Texas Tech football history. Yeah, and I watched it on TV while I was playing D and D. I was there. I know. So we're twenty thousand of your closest friends. 
as a percentage of all the people who have ever watched Texas Tech football games, though, like that's. I feel so honored and privileged to have been there for I'm that I'm happy game. for you. I really yeah. am. I really am. I'm, I'm not trying like to be sympathetic. Like, not many people get to see a game like cynical. that in their college experience. No, no, that's cool. Nobody who started school the year after that at Texas Tech will see a game like that. <laughs> uh, I mean, Oklahoma was good, but didn't we beat them in Oklahoma? I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. I'm not watching Texas Tech football this year. I've been keeping up with them a little Much. bit. But I was, um, I, I, I've been watching OSU because OSU's been out of the water. My sister's yeah. up there. Oh, God, my folks. flies unzipped. <clears throat> For those of y'all watching on the live stream or watching uh, afterward, <laughs> I hope y'all noticed that, or I guess I hope you didn't. Um, but you're gonna go back and watch yeah, it you're now. Gonna go <laughs> you're gonna wait for the for it to loop again and, and be like, eh, mm. eh, that's funny. Um, anyways, what did we decide? Sunset. I said sunset. You okay. said sunset. So sunset. Um. All right, cool. So we don't really have any other good questions on there. Um, stuff about whether boobs or butt is better. I'm probably going to delete it. Yeah. We've I answered have, that I one have before, more, haven't we? I think we have. Yeah. I certainly have better boobs than I have a butt. <laughs> and I have to say, my ass is amazing. I have no butt. It's just a flat... Okay. <laughs> it's just a flat it's flab. It's a plane. It's plainer. <laughs> My back just goes plainer. down. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We should really wrap up this episode. Um, <laughs> We're getting into TMI zone. We are such into TMIs. Uh, That's going to end okay, up in the last quote. <laughs> thank you for <laughs> thank you for being on the episode. I guess glad um, to be here. Thank you all, or thank you, Enzer, for watching. Um, well, thanks, for Kevin, for showing up. Yeah, thanks for Kevin. Kevin. Kev, Kevin Ham. Just go his, by his, Ke- is, well, his name is Kevin Ham. So I mean, that's okay. that's how I know him as in my brain. We would. Does he have a Twitter account? Do you remember what his? It's Kev Ham. It's Kev Ham. So everybody, <laughs> go follow Kev Ham on Twitter and tell him that you uh, you found out about him from Bad okay. Philosophy. Yeah. It's uh, at K E V H A M M. Yeah. Um, you can follow this Kev at uh, at K E V S A U N D on Twitter.com slash that. Um, so without the at sign. You can follow me at twitter.com slash storrence, S-T-O-R-R-E-N-C-E. Uh, the beers of the night were uh, Blue Moon Winter Abbey Ale for me. And, and this one's naked. Unlabeled, but we still have <laughs> was a the, here. The, uh, not that the one. High this one. one. Um, Shiner Hefeweizen, or Weizen, or whatever. Uh, I don't know. The Texan way of saying it is. Uh, Hefeweizen, Hefeweizen, or whatever. Oh, okay. I don't know. How did I say and uh, you can of course follow the show at twitter.com slash badphilosophy facebook.com slash badphilosophy forumspring.me slash badphilosophy and uh, we're going to get back into the live shows we just had a little bit of break for the holiday we'll probably um, have another one for the next holiday probably have another one for the next ho- well next week isn't Christmas yet no next week I'm here but after that I'm gone for a while okay. so well um, we'll, we'll and we'll, also we'll my parents are coming up so they may be coming up Thursday oh so. have we ever had your parents on the show no could we have your parents on the show? That's up to them. I'm going to have a dining room table, so we could have, we actually have a table <laughs> for people to sit at. That would be an interesting episode if they're up it for would. it. It would at that. Um, anyways, thank you all for listening and watching, and uh, we hope that, you know, whether you love community or not, uh, we hope that you find a good show out there on the, uh, on the televisions. So we'll see you next time on Bad Philosophy. Wow, I do this better when I'm a little drunk. You're a little drunk on one beer? Yeah. I'm not eating anything.
I guess wow. I have twice your body mass, too. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I haven't eaten anything for like six hours, so yeah. it's going okay. right to my liver. Or right to my bloodstream. I don't even notice one beer. Right to my brain. Picote, chicate, pequeño, cabeza is nieve, cerveza is bueno. Buenos días, me gustas papas frías, bigote de la cabra, es camarón días. Yeah, boy, boy, yeah. What? Bad philosophy.com. Yeah!